welcome back to episode six of Tea with Janae. I'm your host, Janae Kirshner of Brooklyn View Photography, and I'm so excited to have you here. Tea with Janae is where we talk about all things related to wedding photography and working inside the wedding industry. I'm super pumped about this week's episode because we're talking with my good friend, Kristen Poisson. She's a brand stylist and a web designer for the creative business owner. We talk about how important it is to define your brand identity, your visual voice, your social media, and all of these things are going to help you stand out in a saturated market. A little bit about Kristen is that she has 13 years of experience working in the stationery and gift industry. Today, her passion lies with spirited small businesses who have creative ideas and big goals. She values the power of branding and believes that a strong, intentional visual strategy is what truly sets you apart from the competition. Kristen's goal is to support businesses by building a strong visual identity so that they are confident and excited to share their services or product with their community and followers. Kristen is amazing and you guys are going to love this episode. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hi, everyone. We're back, and I've got Kristen with me. Say hi, Kristen. So excited to have you here. Thank you so much for doing this. Thanks for having me. I'm excited. Yeah, I can't wait. You are – so Kristen and I met about three years ago at a Hatch event, which was like – what was like a It was a networking networking group, group, right? education, yeah, for creative business owners. Yeah, so we met there, and we became friends, and then we actually met through other friends, and we uh, started working together and sort of built, um, do branding together and shoots, and it's been really, mm-hmm. really fun. And you're a brand stylist and web designer for creative business owners, and you've got such a great eye and a visual sense of who you are. Thank and you. How I just love everything about, like, you and your brand, and I can't wait for everyone to get to know Thanks. more about you. yeah. So let's introduce yourself and um, tell everyone who you are, where you're from, you know, how you got started and how your business. Sure. Yeah. So today I run a full um, service design studio, creating um, business and graphics and strategy, kind of mixing all of that together for creative business owners. Um, I started off 13 years ago in the stationery and gift industry. Um, my first projects were working on Hello Kitty stationery for mass market retailers. It transitioned into the launch of High School Musical, if you remember that. Back oh, in the day, yeah. I worked um, with the Disney license to produce their back-to-school um, line of product, which was really exciting at that time. And that kind of transitioned me into true product design. From there, I moved on to um, working for Vera Bradley, where I managed the design and product development of stationary home and tech product. And then most recently, I worked with Shutterfly. So I worked with one of their brands, who was the higher end photo book option um, for a lot of wedding photographers. It was a photo book that was 
um, leather bound or linen bound. And it was really the higher end option to the traditional Shutterfly photo book. And that was with a company called My Publisher that was based out of New York. So with them, I really, um, I managed the brand experience. I was the photo editor. So I was really pulling together all of that strong visual content that would really appeal to our ideal target customer, which was a higher end customer. Um, So yeah, that kind of really transitioned me into kind of where I am today and offering branding and web designing services to creative businesses. Um, There was a point in my career where I really, at the end, where I really felt like I lost my personal design voice a lot. And I started seeking it out in kind of alternative ways, like going to the Hatch events, going to different workshops, meeting creative entrepreneurs. And that's kind of how I found my path for what I'm really doing today. Um, And I just, I think that the transition was, you know, was hard um, to make that decision from leaving such an easy, structured corporate life to going out on my own. But it's one that I really felt passionate about. And really, when it came down in time to do it, I really felt at peace and like I was making the right decision, which is great. Yeah, 100%. It's so scary to to leave I did this too I, I worked for Kate Spade for forever and Kate Spade corporate and when I left it was like oh that paycheck is mm-hmm. gone and now I have to do it on my own if I don't work I don't right yeah so it, it's it was, a transition yeah. it's really a mental transition you know as well as you know physical working at home and you know meeting other people and I think kind of surrounding myself with a number of different creative business owners like yourself are the right. people who I consider my coworkers today, which is really, it, it's helped me put it into perspective a little bit better because, you know, if I have an idea I have to bounce off, it's definitely my community that I go to. It's you, it's our other girlfriends, you know, a lot of them are photographers, yeah. which is really nice yes. um, because I enjoy working with photographers so much, but I think a lot of our visual voices um, coincide in the line in a lot of different ways. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, we all we are all coworkers mm-hmm. now. You know, like we work from home, but we meet up and it's and we talk and we bounce ideas up of everybody. And it's really helpful, like to have you're not alone. Absolutely, like, there are people in your yeah. corner. Yeah, no, yeah, and yeah. you need that. It's it's a sense of community that I feel like you have to establish for yourself. Otherwise, it can be a very very like lonely world <laughs> as yes. a solo business <laughs> like Darla <laughs> yeah it really can and I just feel like there's there's so many instances and opportunities to meet people via social media um, meetup groups here these days that it just really has been a game changer in so many different ways um, to keep you know in touch with people yeah. right yeah totally 100 percent agree <laughs> it takes a little while to it get does to. it does but once yeah. you kind of get in that mindset it you know, and not get over that hump of almost being afraid of it and really embracing it. I think your outlook on business can totally change. Yeah. And you've been doing so well Thanks. and you're working with so many people. Yeah. This people year's been and... really good. We've, I've had a yeah, great so... kind of run of good clients. I, yeah. I'm so Aww. proud of you. Like what you're pu- pushing you. out and like developing for people. I'm like, oh, this is awesome. Thanks. So I can't wait for yeah. you to share. A, a little bit of what sure. you know with people yeah, listening. Absolutely. So let's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about branding. Like this is sort of like a big hot topic. And I feel like there's a lot of, you know, different connotations and notions about branding and what it is and your own brand identity. I mean, it's definitely more than like a pretty absolutely. logo. So I, yeah. So I think if you could sort of maybe help 
us or photographers or people listening understand like what is the sure difference? sure branding is so much more than a logo um there's a difference I think that gets confused a lot of the time between branding and your brand identity. So let's we right. can delve into that a little bit. So branding is the expectation that you establish with your audience that compels them to choose you over your competition. So that really is like in a big sense what branding is. And it's creating that recognition and consistency of a strong visual identity and voice that builds trust. Um, Branding is the overarching theme of what your business is really based off of. It's your voice. It's your color palette. It's your photos that you put forward. And then on top of that, a little bit more of the brand identity kind of comes in place with those pieces in mind. Um, Your brand identity is your logo. It is those submarks. It is your graphics, your patterns, your color palette. It's everything that I build graphically for my clients to put themselves forward in a light that's true to them and true to the clients that they're trying to um, attract and really appeal to in the long run and to get business from. Right. Yeah. Cause you definitely, I mean, I know when I go to, so let's say when people email me and they say, Oh, I want to be your second shooter. If you ever need anybody. And I go to their website and they have a crappy website. I'm like, no, like this is not like, there's no, it's just yeah. cutter. You don't know who they are. You know, it's nothing about them personally. Like it's, it's so important to, to really focus on showing who you are to the world when you want Absolutely. I would say that Instagram and your website of that is usually that first point of contact that you have with a potential client or customer where they can decide, decide instinctly, oh my gosh, this is the person for me and just right, know yeah. right away. Um, it, it, that's actually how my, I would say my kind of creative career changed is I was looking into this workshop, their branding was on point. The website was so adorable. And I was like, these girls get me. These girls know mm-hmm. exact. they're exactly who I want to associate myself with. And from that point on, I attended that workshop. I met a great group of um, creative community based up in Connecticut. And, you know, I would say that was the tipping point that almost changed my career. So what you do want oh, is, wow. you know, if somebody's coming to your Instagram or your website, you want them to say right away, oh my gosh, Janae gets me, you know, she's a photographer right. that I need for my wedding. Um, yeah. And that, and that has happened where people say, you know, we, we saw, we went through a hundred portfolios and we fell in love mm-hmm. with yours. And it's like, wow, what, you know, that's well, obviously what I want Yeah, to hear. absolutely. <laughs> but, yeah, no, you have a strong also, visual voice when it comes to who you are putting yourself forward. Yeah. Yeah. I de- yeah, my graphic design uh, degree definitely yeah. helps when, when, when working with someone like you, like I, I, it's very helpful to say, no, I want this look, but I, you know, I don't know how to do it. So knowing a visual language also. Absolutely. Also and that can be hard sometimes yeah. to find, especially when you're working for in a corporate environment or as a second shooter, you're shooting under mm-hmm. the eye of somebody else. You're gearing your skills towards somebody else. So when it comes time to go out on your own and really create your own visual identity, it's tricky to kind of come up with that on your own, but working with somebody that has a strong brand strategy and visual eye, like a brand stylist can really be beneficial to pull out all of your best pictures, your best um, assets to really set you apart from everybody else. 
Yeah, no, I think it's it's so important. It it really it's it's a game changer yeah. for sure. You can bring your business to Absolutely. the next level. Just yeah, I've, yeah, I've seen I it that. make changes, um, leaps and bounds for people, not just in terms of monetary success sometimes, but a lot of it's, it builds confidence in people. It really, like, it truly yeah. allows them to feel confident in their business, excited about what they're putting forward, and really allows them to tell people on a consistent basis, like, this is who I am, and this is what I do. These are the type of weddings I like to shoot. And you're not so afraid to put yourself out there in the forefront, because there's so many business owners I feel like I work with that that they come to me, I'm finding my sweet spots about businesses who are like three to four years into what they're doing. And they've had some, a good amount of success, but they're looking to like make that turning point where they really set Mm -hmm. themselves apart. They like know who they are. They know what they want. They know the type of people that they want to get. And we're really taking all of that into consideration and then putting a strong visual presence out there for them. Um, So what? Yeah. Yeah. I was just going to say that um, in a couple other podcasts and speaking with other people, it's like the three-year mark is, is for photographers. I feel like that's obviously what I am and do. But like when I hit my three-year mark, I was like, okay, this is, I found my mm-hmm. style. I know my client. I'm going to, that's who I'm going after. Like, this is who I want. And yeah, I changed everything around that. So it's really interesting to hear from your perspective that that is happening for Yeah, absolutely. I would say at that point in time, you're no you know exactly what to put forward that will get you what you want back. So if you're putting mm-hmm. a certain style forward, you're only going to get that style back. Um, you yeah, know, the yeah. right clients back from what you want. I mean, I, I'm a primarily colorful, um, clean designer where my types of my type of graphics and branding style really attracts the type of people who want color as well. But with that being said, I design in every different style. I can have a color palette that's black. I just did a um, a handbag client that had a very black and neutral and wine, very dark, rich, city-like color palette, you know, and definitely I loved it. It was such a challenge and it was such a, you know, break from what I'm used to. It was really nice, but that's who that brand, that's, that was their brand voice. Obviously it wasn't my brand voice, but I'm able to pull that out and, and bring that to the forefront for them. But, you know, with that being said, the, the primary kind of clientele that I get is usually somebody who's looking for something that's colorful um, a little bit witty, a little bit cheeky, you know, and somebody that's, you know, <laughs> looking to attract a certain type of client. Yeah, no, I love that. Yeah, that's totally true. <laughs> <laughs> I think you you had a client recently, I saw that you posted with like gold, like it was all neutral colors. And I was like, oh, this Different, is very right? cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It was no, cool. it's fun to take on challenges like that. I feel like it, you know, and I, I'm, I can easily jump from one style to the other, I think, because of my corporate design background where I had to design under somebody else's guidelines. It's not so hard for me. Um, Whereas, you know, I think part of the reason why I branched off and I wanted to find my own visual style, my own visual voice, and really find instinctively who I was as a designer um, and be more selective on who I wanted to work for. And I think that translates definitely to photographers as well when it comes to rebranding and redesigning for yourself um it's really choosing the people who you want to work for yeah 100 mm-hmm. that's I totally yeah. agree so 
as a wedding photographer, you know, it's kind of hard to find your own unique voice, um, sort of stand out in a sea of other it photographers. Really is. Yeah. So I wanted to know, you know, how, what are your, if you could share any tips about how someone maybe starting out or three to four years in could sort of stand out and maybe find their own, own unique sure, voice. Sure, sure. Yeah. I think first and foremost, really look inward. Um, I think start to pay attention to the colors that you're, gravita- that you're gravitating towards, the graphics that you see around you that you're gravitating towards. Um, and really take note instinctively of like, what are people finding you synonymous with? Do, what do they call you up and say, oh my gosh, Janae, like I thought of you, this was so you. And really kind of take that into consideration because obviously that's who you are from a true being um, inside and out. So really finding what that unique style is and what you're synonymous with and really run with that. Um, from there, like defining your style and your voice is so important and to really stick to it consistently, really like staying in your lane with that. Um, Mm -hmm. I think as business owners and I would say designers, whether you're service or business based service or product based, excuse me. Um, you can be easily influenced by what other people are doing. But if you stay true to your own style and your voice and you stay in that lane consistently from platform to platform, um, whether you're on Instagram, on your Facebook page and your Facebook community, and even your own website, you know, stay in that lane. And so that they know who they're going to expect time and time again, because that truly builds trust in the long run. Yeah. It's like, you kind of need your blinders on, um, after you've like sort of figured out who you are and what you want to show to the world, because it's so easy to do the comparison Mm -hmm. game and say, Oh, maybe I should have a scripty font or maybe I should do this, or maybe I should shoot everything dark or everything light. You know, you you have to, you have to be yourself and and you're going to attract the people that are right for you. And I think, yeah, staying in your lane is is such a good tip. I feel, you know, I've had a couple people contact me and inquire about my services and they say, you know, we really love your photos, but we want them to be darker. Mm -hmm. You know, I feel like this is kind of a trend now in the wedding photography business. And I say, Oh, that's, thank you so much for the compliment. But you know, I, I won't be, I can't shoot like that. Like, that's just not, it goes like against everything in my body. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Like, Like I just, I couldn't do it. So, you know, being true to who you are, yeah, it's definitely going to help you stand out, which is I great. think another thing, too, is really um, supporting your wedding community. For photographers in particular, I think sharing, you know, it could, I know it could get hard sometimes to consistently share your work over and over. But say you're shooting a wedding and you're working with a caterer that you really like, a venue that you really like, really supporting that community as well and sharing their information on your Instagram, your Facebook community, et cetera, is really important as well. And I think that's something that can set you apart as a photographer um, because those additional vendors really, really will value the, the words that you're putting out there and the good word that you're putting out there for them as well. Yeah, no, that's, that's a, that's a great tip. Definitely. So going back to uh, Instagram and social mm-hmm. media, it's like super important. I definitely spend the majority of my time on Instagram and like focus yeah. <laughs> yeah. my efforts there. And, you know, a lot of, I'd say like almost 50% of my inquiries come from, absolutely. Come from Instagram, same here. No, I would, I would say the same yeah. one's true for me. 
Yeah. And I, um, you really have to, I don't know, figure out what you want to do there as well, sure. you know, like consistently, cause some feeds kind of go, I don't know. I feel like when people scroll through a feed and it goes from borders and no borders, yeah. and, you know, it's like, you have to figure out what you want to do there. Like, do you sort of have any advice about choosing the right content to share and, you know, how to attract your ideal client? Yeah, sure. Way? I think that's actually one of the most frequently asked questions that I get from a lot of photographers is how do you choose like out of all the photos that you're choosing, you're shooting for a wedding, you have thousands to choose from. How do you, how do you narrow it down to showcase what your best work is either on your website or on your social media? Um, so what I usually do is revert back to my photo editor days at Shutterfly where I was licensing photos from photographers and looking through hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of photos a day to choose those hero shots that were going to be the covers of our photo books that we were going to then market to our clientele. Um, so again, I, that's yeah, amazing. I, oh I think it, what it comes down to is looking at a wedding and thinking, oh my gosh, like these are the 10 photos that I could picture as a cover of the leather bound buttery leather bound photo book that I'm going to present to the couple. So choose those five to 10 winners and out of each wedding, keep a library of them and then consistently update your Instagram with that. I think a lot of it is, um, you know, really keeping consistent in color palette in tone um, in voice. I think there's a number of different ways, you know, like you just gave examples of that. You can do that, um, on Instagram, whether you choose to showcase with borders, whether you include typography in that at all. Um, I would say probably as a photo, as a photographer, it's nice to keep strictly to photo. Um, but I think, yeah, showcasing those, those hero images and especially the images that are truly the ones that you want to put out there to attract those type of people who would like those type of images. I think photographers sometimes get stuck. I don't know. And correct me if I'm wrong. I, I feel like I have seen this. They get stuck in a, in a little bit of a rut of just feeling like they have to put content out there. And sometimes it's not necessarily the right content to get the yeah, right attraction yeah. back. So definitely yeah. what you put out there is what you attract back. And I know I've said that a few times here, but I can't, you know, reiterate that point enough because if you're putting out there what you like, you'll get that in return. Yeah. It's sort of, I, I definitely feel that way. And it's so true because if you sort of curate your feed to showcase your best mm -hmm. work, then you're going to, you're going to get the clients that only want your best yeah. work. Right. And that's what you, that's totally. what you want. Mm -hmm. And, you know, having a consistent color palette or, you know, consistent theme, mm -hmm. I think is really going to help people, you know, when they see your feed, be like, oh, yeah, I want to contact her and, or him. And, you know, I, oh, yeah, I, you know, just even if they just like you at first and then follow you and then they get to know you and you're posting, you know, they look forward to seeing what yeah, you Yeah, absolutely. Share. I think the getting to know you part that you just mentioned is really important Well, as well, especially for photographers, because when they're buying into you as a service, they're buying into your photography, but they really want somebody who they're going to feel comfortable with the day of as well. Um, whether that's their engagement shoots, you know, through the process, they want somebody that's going to make them feel comfortable. And I think that's something that really can come through in your brand voice as well, because not only is that that photo really important to kind of catch their eye, but that copy underneath and that caption underneath is really a driving force into them 
feeling trust with you in the long run. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, do you think, and I've been doing this myself, like putting more photos of myself, like, do you think that that is absolutely, sort of a good decision? yeah, I think they want to know who they're buying into. Um, and where, yeah. what it really comes down to is lifestyle as well. Like they want to know that they're going to be comfortable with you. They want to know what they're going to be getting, um, you know, and who they're going to be working with really. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like when I do a story, like when I talked, I've been talking to the camera, camera mm-hmm. a lot more, talking to my audience more and like my brides love yeah. it. Like they all, they all DM me, you know, about my daughter, or like what mm-hmm. I'm doing or if I, I bought a new styling prop and they'll be like, Oh, I hope that's for my wedding. Yeah. You know, like they, yeah, they really interact. Yeah, true. I mean, they're, what they're really doing is they're allowing you to come into one of the most intimate days of their life. You know, this is their wedding. Right. It's really a, a really pivotal point in a lot of people's lives and have somebody like you that they can personally relate to and say, Oh my gosh, look at Tilly. Look at, you know, how is she feeling? I know yeah. she was sick this weekend. That really allows them to feel like they're being part of, you know, they're a part of your life as well. Yeah. No, I, I yeah. It's so, it's really funny how it happens. Yeah. Like if you are authentic and you're, you're sharing like real things mm-hmm. people really can, I've, I've noticed yeah. that myself. So is there anything that, um, we should avoid as photographers. Sure. Sharing. Yeah. I think, um, I think first and for- foremost, kind of like marketing 101, you always want to make it about them. You never want to really talk about you, you, you. Occasionally you can. And I think it's nice that you integrate that in your Instagram stories. And I think Instagram stories are the perfect place for that where you can talk about you. But when it comes mm-hmm. to marketing, you they want to know how you're going to help them. They know what problems that you're going to solve that they have type of thing. So I think focusing and kind of shifting your point of view and your captions to that can really help out in a number of different ways. Um, I think avoiding posting without meeting in a driven point of view is really important as well. Um, I think there's so many times we get caught up in, you know, oh my gosh, I have to post a photo and I don't know what to write. I don't know what to post. It's kind of like, oh shoot. (laughs) But really like kind of strategically coming up with what's your point of view? Do I have a posting theme that I'm um, sticking to kind of weekly, monthly, yearly? Um, And really kind of approaching it with a strategic view is really important. So don't point, don't post without really a true point of view. Um, yeah. And then I would say probably the last thing is kind of avoid posting outside your visual harmony of your feed. I would say, for example, like we were just talking about a little while ago, sticking with that true color palette, sticking with that, um, visual harmony that really allows somebody to come to your feed and look through it in a seamless type of manner without too much distraction where they say, oh my gosh, like, Janae totally gets me. She, she's the type of photographer I'm looking for. Um, and I think when I say outside of your visual harmony, I think that could be done in a few different ways. I personally, um, find photos with a lot of type on them really distracting. If it's like copy Mm -hmm. heavy, you know, that is distracting in a feed. If you have a very light and airy feed posting a dark photo, um, you know, can kind of hinder, it throws you yeah, off. hinder the visual harmony of it, you know, especially, yeah. and if you have a strong color palette in place, 
it's really much easier to stay within that and to stay in that lane and stay within those parameters. And I think that's what branding truly does. It allows you to strategically stay in these parameters that makes decision-making so much easier. Um, You know what fonts to use, you know what graphics to use, you know what your visual aesthetic is, you know who that person you're talking to is. Um, And when you truly have that as an established brand strategy, it'll make your life as a business owner so much more easy. Yeah, I love that. Is that so? That's something that you do with mm-hmm. your clients, right? Like you, you do all. Yeah, of this. it's a a strong mix of strategy and graphics. You know, I I like to say a lot of times it's you know true brainstorming and masterminding at the beginning, and then what you end with is a beautiful visual style guide that allows you to implement in an easy way all of those pieces of the puzzle. Oh, I mm. love that. Yeah. It's nice to have a little roadmap. Yeah, it is. And you want to know, it's like, it's tricky to structure that out for yourself sometimes. So I definitely think the guidance of having some, a brand strategist and brand styling involved um, makes it so much easier in the end. Because what you really need to do is, you know, and you want to do is focus on your business, you know, and Mm -hmm. it's nice to have somebody as an outside perspective to come in and help you along with all those pieces of the puzzle. Yeah, I think it's also good to have someone tell you like what's right and what will work and what mm-hmm. won't work because it's hard. I, I don't know. Going back to Sex in the City, like Carrie Bradshaw, she's like, I'm in it and I can't see it and I need you to tell me what's going on. Like she's yes, talking to Miranda. Yes. Like you need you need a Miranda. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> like you need someone to tell you. No. Yeah. This sometimes is, you're too close not to it. Work. Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. photographers. <laughs> I think photographers especially. There's so much editing time there's so much you're living in that in that world so much it's it's truly hard to kind of take that outside perspective sometimes um yeah and as a photographer you know the couple mm -hmm. right you know that moment that made them laugh or you caught that moment during the ceremony but for you you know you did that for a living like you would look at all those photos I didn't know the, the backstories you... yeah right. I didn't know yeah. that you, it might have you... been raining and that's why the shot was taken inside you know right. yeah. yeah you didn't know like we had to work hard to get that but you pick you would pick the photos that spoke to mm-hmm. you yeah uh for your yeah books. the ones just, that were truly yeah. those hero images where you're like oh my god that's like the perfectly captured image that represents what that day entailed or the love that that that's couple awesome. has yeah, and that's what you wanted to use to sell stuff. So that's yeah, awesome. absolutely. <laughs> so I know that, you know, we're talking about your services and branding and brand identity. And for people listening, you know, I know it can be sort of scary, you know, investing your hard-earned money into branding and, like, making the jump, you know. But the long-term costs sort of outweigh the absolutely. short-term costs. Does that make yeah, so it's sort of, you know, for someone who's listening and they're a little nervous about investing in their brand identity, you know, you're like the perfect person to talk to them about, like, what are, you know, sort of things that they should consider before making this decision to sure, invest? Sure, sure. I totally think that, and I understand from my perspective that investing in branding and most definitely investing in your website are the biggest pieces that you're going to invest in probably in a year as a business. Mm -hmm. Um, But having that established will really, you'll see the difference tenfold when it comes to people landing on your page. Um, But if you're feeling 
you know, that you don't know if this is the right decision for you, a few things that you can ask yourself. Um, are you feeling like you need a different, a shift in your business? Are you need, feeling a little stale? I would say a number of my clients come in and they're just not as excited as they used to be. And they know by making a change in their visual aesthetic will give them the excitement back in their business that they need to have. Um, and I've seen that happen over and over again. If you're feeling a little bit stale, you're not truly confident in what, in, what you're putting forward, your clients and potential customers will definitely see that. So creating that confidence again is, you know, is definitely what branding does. It gets you excited about it and really allows you to put it out in the forefront again. Um, and really a kind of allows you to give the clients what they want. So again, like I said, you know, I'm noticing, you know, my sweet spot is that I'm seeing businesses about three to four years. If they're looking to make a true pivot point, if they're wanting to look more professional to charge more, that's a great mm -hmm. time to rebrand or establish truly who you are. Um, a lot of people start off at the beginning. It's okay to DIY it at the beginning. It truly is. I think there's a lot of great resources out there to do it. But if you want to attack this with a strategic eye and you're going to be doing this as a full-time business, you know, it's time to start taking yourself truly a little more seriously and establish what that brand presence is online. Yeah. And this is a way to, you know, raise your mm -hmm. rates. You'll attract the clients that you want to attract because, you know, three years in, you've probably shot and done mm -hmm. it all and decided what you like and what you don't like. And then you can, you know, work with, you know, a brand stylist like yourself and tell them what you want to do. And then you'll help guide them to a visual representation Absolutely. of that. And then, yeah, it's, it's really worth it. Like I feel like for myself, I updated my branding like three years ago. Um, and the clients that I'm getting are just, they're it just takes amazing. you that like next level for sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was it was totally worth the investment. You know, like I, I have my degree is from graphic design. So like I know what I want, but I can't Absol do it. So yeah, working. Absolutely. Yeah, it's like I have a vision, <laughs> but I need someone to help me. But for people who who don't have a vision, you're there to help. I will guide you them. along the way. Yeah, I actually just wrapped up a really great series with a photographer based out of Charlotte. I loved working with her. She had such a great aesthetic. Um, but when she came to me, she knew she needed to up her game. She wanted to start charging more, but she's like, I just don't know how to visually represent that. So we worked together from a strategic standpoint. Um, we went through a consultation process of, you know, brand questionnaire where we really established kind of who she was, what she wanted, who she wanted to attract. And from there, I was able to pull together um, a really buttoned up look that really tells her story in a nice way that allows her to put herself out there in a way that she's excited about. That's awesome. Yeah. And I think it was it's perfect timing too. I think this time of year, especially for photographers, as you're coming off of a heavy summer and fall season, it's so important um, to take this break and maybe reevaluate where you are as a brand. So that when engagement season comes around and booking season in the early winter, um, you're able to put forth a visual presence and an online platform where people can really find out who you are and what you're about. Yeah. I was going to ask you that next. Like what, when do you think is the right time of year? To yeah. Do it? You think at the end of the year, right? Yeah. Especially for, I mean, I will say you have to give yourself a, a, 
a few months to at least pull all this together and to be able to implement it. Timing is really important because you don't want to feel rushed and you want to stick to implementing those changes. Um, But I would really say when it comes to booking, would you say your heavy booking season is probably early winter, right? January. Yeah. Yeah. Engagement season starts for uh, around Thanksgiving. So yeah. Yeah. It's like everyone starts getting engaged uh, between Thanksgiving and February. Like that's, that's really the time of year. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's when they're coming to look at your website. They're searching for you via hashtags on Instagram. They're, you know, asking friends and asking um, for referrals for photographers. So really having that established presence at the beginning of the year is really important. Yeah. Yeah. So what sort of is the time frame? Like you think it's a couple of months or how many weeks, like when... When it comes to my branding process, that runs four weeks. So we start off with a brand questionnaire and consultation session. That's really where we get the brainstorming and the heavy lifting out of the way. Um, Week two, I pull together a mood board and a color palette for you. Week three is your primary logo and submarks. And week four is the wrapped up package of all your complete um, graphics that really support your primary logo and your color palette. And then all of that is wrapped up in a beautiful package of a brand style guide that I deliver to you to give you examples how to strategically implement that in your business. Um, when it comes to web design, that can run anywhere from four to six weeks. Yeah. Um, you know, so there is some time you have to be given there to in order to kind of implement that. But on a, on a good client who knows exactly what they want, Um, and we have a clear line of communication. I've been able to do it in four weeks and that includes the design phase, um, approvals, and then full development by my developer. Wow. Oh, that's speedy. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Hey, Hey, we got to get it out there as soon as, you know, as soon as possible, you know, makes a difference. It totally does. Oh gosh. That's great. Oh, Kristen, this has been so awesome. Oh my gosh. So many good tips. Good. Great you know, insight that I think a lot of people, including myself, like don't get to hear, you know, as a photographer, you're, you're in a photography world. Like you don't talk, you just talk to other photographers. Like you don't get to talk to a brand stylist, you know, who, who will give you good advice, like good nuggets. And hopefully, yeah, people reach out and contact you. And yeah, absolutely. I'm around. I'm, I'm happy to help. Yeah. Well, let's tell everybody how they can find you. Sure. Sure. I would first and foremost, um, say, find me on Instagram. I am Kristen K R I S T E N dot Poisson. And that's P O I S S A N T on Instagram and kristenpoissant.com is my website. And that's where you can find um, more information about the packages and services I offer and where you can contact me. But Instagram, I would say is first and foremost, you can DM me any questions that you have. Um, and you can see all the beautiful photos Janae has taken of me <laughs> as well. <laughs> that's right. I know we, we do do that together, which is really fun. And uh, yeah, some I of- would say your photography has made a big um, difference in my business as oh, well. So yeah. I have a great appreciation for photographers. <laughs> yeah, I think that could be our next podcast. We could talk about sort of branding your photography to be absolutely yeah to be yeah to showcase your style and your personality so absolutely thank you so much and for everyone who's listening i'm going to put all this information in the show notes so you guys can reach out to Kristen. thank you you're welcome bye Thanks so much Bye. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by snapple 
Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. So that's it, you guys. I hope you loved today's episode. It's so, so good. And I'm so grateful and happy that Kristen came on. Thank you so much for being here, Kristen, and sharing all of your amazing advice with our listeners. If you guys want to find out more about Kristen and her services, be sure to visit her website at www.kristenpoissant.com and be sure to follow kristen.poissant over on Instagram. I'll leave all this information in the show notes so you guys don't have to worry about writing it down. Also, if you like today's show, I would love for you to leave us a review on whichever platform you're listening on. This will help new listeners find us and we'd really appreciate your kind support. Do you love the podcast? Well, I hope you do. And when you sign up for listener support, you're basically buying me a cup of tea each month to help the podcast going. I would absolutely love your small donation. It helps the podcast in every way. Be sure to visit www.teawithjanae.com to read our latest blog posts, join our newsletter, and our super fun Facebook group. Do you have a topic you want us to discuss or someone we should share a cup of tea with? Be sure to email us at info at brooklynview.com and we can't wait to hear from you. Thank you so much for listening and can't wait to share our next cup of tea together. Bye, you guys.